This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, and, you know, how do you enjoy prosperity? Well, you do all the stuff that got you there in the first place. This is Dirt and Sprague. All the little things, you know. It's not <clears throat> some deal where you, you know, you all get in trouble for this, I'm certain. But Andy Dirt Johnson. Where, where, you know, instead of playing hard and getting a first down and getting a play, then, you know, you want <clears throat> to sit behind a... a a shade tree, eat a fish sandwich, and uh, drink a lemonade with your fat little girlfriend. And Brendan Sprague. Uh, <coughs> I'm working on this trademark cough. What do you think? Um, it's getting better, too. Um, well, then <coughs> we marched it downfield. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. It's an all-timer. An absolute all-timer. I actually forgot that I made that. It's fitting today. It's so good. That was so, so good. You guys like sitting under a shade tree with your fat little girlfriend, huh? Is that what you Dude, do in I your time? I love sitting under a shade tree drinking lemonade with my fat girlfriend. Your fat That's, girlfriend. It's one of my favorite hobbies, man. Who doesn't love doing that? Oh, all right. We got a lot to get to in the final hour. Oh, there it is. There it is. Let's start with uh, on the line host of You Better You Bet Odyssey Sports betting insider, Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever, you're, uh, wherever you find your podcast. Are you pro or anti-Mike Leach, Ken Barkley? Mm. Ooh, pro or anti-Mike Leach? Yeah, like, uh, like his shtick, his funny, like, you know, alligator arms and downfall of society. He's, he, he likes to rant about things. I, I like that he exists. Like, I'm glad he exists. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if I'm, like, pro or against, like, stylistically. I'm just, yeah, I'm pro because I think, I was going to say we need more coaches like him, but I think it's good that there's probably only one of him. <laughs> I'm glad we have some coaches like him. In, in other sports, I would also like coaches like him, but maybe only one. I think one Mike Leach in every sport is enough. What do you think about that? Okay, what is one Mike McDaniel enough in the NFL? Well, yeah, but there's not just one Mike McDaniel. There's like 17 Mike McDaniels because they all do the same stuff. It's like more, more prone to sound analytical thinking, more prone to being aggressive on fourth down, uh, you know generally looking like a 32-year-old stoner on the sideline. Like, these are, like, these are, you know, I think it's a growing crop of people that uh, fit this description. Are you you glad we started with this and not asking your Brittany Griner trade questions, huh? Well, I I have, can I, yeah, I'd rather not talk about the Brittany Griner story. Can I take you in a random direction here? (laughs) Sure, go ahead. I'm actually, if you heard me, if you heard me typing, um, I'm actually, I am, <laughs> you you can't make this up. Whoever said sports betting was fun and it wasn't the most mundane thing ever. Uh, I just got off of support. I was chatting with support with a like very prominent sports book because I like to bet a lot of season long stuff. 
right? Like I like to uh, like bet a lot of futures, like to bet a lot of awards, especially. And sometimes, especially with like basketball and hockey awards, there will be a player that I will want to bet on that is not listed, like not even on the board, hmm. but can't even bet on him because he's obscure or something has changed or whatever. And I just had that actually with someone who used to play in your market. So I thought it maybe would be a fun thing to bring up. Um, NBA sixth man of the year. I'm sure everyone's immediately riveted by this award. It's the best bench player in the NBA. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., formerly of the Blazers, yeah, plays for the Toronto Raptors now. And about a few games ago, like about five, six games ago, Nick Nurse made the decision to move him to the bench, which he's like started every game this season up until five games ago. And there's still plenty of time left in the season, obviously. So he's going he's gonna to be on the bench for like 60 games. And he's like a 20 points per game scorer. And he's been phenomenal since he went to the bench. But he wasn't a, he was a starter, so he wasn't even listed like the entire time. So I literally had to go to sports books and be like, hello. I would like you to add Gary Trent Jr. to stick, which I've had to do dozens of times over the last couple of years. I need you to add Gary Trent Jr. because I'd like to bet an obscene <laughs> amount of money on him to win sixth man of the year. And you don't want to be like, you know, you don't want to mention the odds. Like, I want them to try to make a mistake in pricing him. Like, I know what he should be, but I don't, I don't want them to know what he should be. He's only listed in one sports book on earth has him listed right now. So hopefully they can't find that one. And hopefully they make a mistake. And then hopefully I'll me and many, many people that I know will, will try to bet into that. Well, I think all of our listeners will know, too. That's a hell of a bet right there. Who are the other candidates for sixth man of the year in the Eastern Conference? Well, I think one of the keys to making a, to me at least, this is just my opinion, to making a really valuable futures bet or awards bet, whatever, any of these kind of things season long, is do you have a vulnerable favorite, right? Like, it's one thing to be like, I like this 100 to 1, but, you know, if the favorite is LeBron James or Connor McDavid or Tom Brady, like, yeah. you know, going back like 10 years, like, who cares? That guy's going to win. <laughs> like, who cares? Awesome bet. Also, you lose and you can't win. Um, sixth man of the year, Russell Westbrook is an overwhelming favorite right now, and they stink. And one of the key criteria to winning the award is you have to play on a really good team. Like, winning percentage for the team matters way more than in any other award, and they're awful. So he is a vulnerable favorite because they stink. And so it's like, even if you don't agree with me on who you should bet on, like those are the markets where you just like really want to sink your teeth into and be like, all right, who do I want to bet on? Jordan Poole's the second favorite. He starts a lot now. Also, they kind of stink versus what we saw. Like there's all kinds of options here. Most of the guys play on the West Coast actually are pretty interesting. Malik Monk from the Kings is interesting. And then former Blazer Gary Trent Jr. is that's what we're trying to get down on right now. Okay. I, I, I hope Gary Trent could pay out for you because I'd, I'd be really happy. I, we liked Gary Trent out here. And oh, me too. A, I'd be happy too. A, a yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine so. Uh, you know, pivoting to football, I'll ask you this. Like, are you on a side or total for Miami Chargers? We talked a lot about that game today. We're excited for it because you get the Tua Herbert thing. But uh, two teams in interesting spots. Miami coming off their loss. The Chargers coming off a loss. This one was flexed into Sunday night. It's big for both. What Are you on a side or total for this game? I uh, I do like the Chargers, and I but I was only able to I had to wait because three and a half was what I wanted in the game to make the bet. So the Dolphins were like actually they were even two and a half point favorites early in the week. Couldn't be less interested at that number. They were three point favorites yesterday, but it was starting to move in their direction. And what's likely to happen too, especially Wednesday and Thursday, is you start to get those injury reports right. And for the Dolphins, I think there was a lot of concern. You know, is Teron Armstead, their left tackle, who's like paid a billion dollars to uh, in free agency? Are they, is he going to be available? Is Jalen Waddle going to be available? He got hurt in their last game. Is Tua going to be available? He got hurt in their last game. Mm -hmm. And all the, I think it seems like all systems go for those guys. And so the market kind of moved out 
to three and a half with the idea that maybe those guys would play. Well, that's great because now I get to bet the Chargers at three and a half. Just want the key number of three in the game. Feels a little closer than that. My projection is exactly three. Three is the most valuable number you can have basically in betting professional football. Um, being expected to win by margin hasn't gone great in a bunch of games this year. Think about last time we saw them on Sunday night football was against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Maybe you guys remember that game. Pickett had a couple drives at the end of that game. Dolphins were a big favorite. To Pickett actually had a couple drives to go down and win the game and came up just short. Dolphins haven't done great in this kind of a situation. Maybe they win, but it probably is a close game, uh, and I like getting the key number of three. Okay. All right. We're talking about Ken Barkley at Lockie Lockerson on Twitter. I look at two unders this weekend. Ken and I want to ask you about these. I, I have been riding the unders in Denver Broncos games until the wheels fall off because their offense is just god-awful. Their defense is damn good. But they're playing the Chiefs this weekend, so I'm a little worried about that because the line is like 9.5 or something like that. And then you also have the under in Tampa and San Francisco, which it just it feels like the easiest bet of the week to me. Like the, the, the Buccaneers' offense sucks. The 49ers are playing with Brock Purdy, and the Buccaneers' defense is good. Like, I, First off, which over-under do you, do you like better? And is the Buccaneers 49ers under the easiest bet of the weekend? Oh, man, which one do I like? I actually do kind of like both. So I think we're, we're sort of seeing the board the same way okay. from a, a total standpoint. Look at that. I'm learning from the yeah, master as the week goes on, as the year goes on, you know? <laughs> you can't go wrong with Denver unders. I mean, yeah. it's just if you look at their schedule with the results on it, you actually laugh when you look at it. It's the only schedule where you look at it, you just start laughing. Because it's every game, it's just like 11-6. Like 12-2. Right. Or something. It's just it's completely stupid. Like one of the dumbest seasons any team has ever had. Like high expectations and then every game. Imagine being in like nine one-score games and lose all nine. And it's just and not even really having a chance. Right. Like just like, ah, uh, you know, we're down seven, but uh, we just lose. We're just not going to win. That's, what, that's the story of the Denver Broncos season. So I actually think they can cover this number because uh, they've covered this number the entire season against mm-hmm. teams like this, honestly. Uh, and, and and they've lost, which I also expect them to do in the game. I, but if I had to pick a total I like more, I don't know who's scoring in Tampa and San Francisco. Tampa couldn't score against New Orleans for 56 minutes. Yeah. Now they're going to play the best defense in the league. Their offensive line is in shambles, and they're going to play Bosa, and it's going to go great. Like, that's what's going to happen. Like, they're not scoring. Maybe Purdy's good enough that he gets this over the number. But, like, think about what I just said. I mean, that's half, that's likely. So I just – I know it's a really low number. It's 37 and a half now, so it actually got that up a half point. Uh, I think that's my favorite one. I just – I can't ever get to either team having a ton of success offensively in yeah. the game. I can't I, – I, one game I think a lot of people have interest in, and I, I'm sure you and Nick are going to keep diving in as the week goes on and, and on Sunday. Uh, it's, it's fascinating. You don't get a lot of teams with the record of the Minnesota Vikings – going on mm. the road at a team like the yeah. Lions, and they end up actually being a dog in this one. They are one-and-a-half-point dogs right now in almost every book. There's one that I'm seeing where it's reversed. The Vikings are favorite, but that's one. All of the books have the Lions as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That that I'm falling into a trap here. I haven't made a bet yet, but I'm kind of falling into a trap. Uh, what are your thoughts when you see Minnesota as a one-and-a-half-point dog at Detroit? So when, when you're saying you're falling into a trap, you, you're saying – you kind of wanted that Minnesota, and you're afraid nope. that this is like a, nope. a rigged game? No. Nope. Like, what are we arguing? To here? me, yeah. the, the trap the trap for me feels like I want to bet Detroit because I don't get this. Why is Vegas doing oh, this? Oh, so you're like, it's like a trap in a trap. Yes. It's like a double trap. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh. I'm looking at the double trap. Here, double Tim. jeopardy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Double trap. Yes. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yes. See, the, the books want me to do something, but then I really should be the opposite side, but then maybe they want me to do that. Yes. So now i got to come back and do the other thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, that's just 
this is like some 5D chess going on right now. This is good. Um, honestly, and I, it, this is one of those point spreads, right, where if you don't bet but you love football, you will be astonished by this point spread. I mean, it's really just like if you – but if you bet and if you understand, like, how the Vikings have been rated the entire season, less than a field goal at home against the Patriots, less than a field goal at home against the Jets, mm-hmm. like, what, what is it – when they go on the road, what's it supposed to be to a team that's playing really well right now? And – uh, I don't have a bet in the game yet. I, my philosophy on this game was going to be, even before the number opened, whichever team, if any team was going to be a three-point underdog, I was going to bet that team, whoever that was. didn't matter who it was going to be because I think they're very evenly rated. Now, it looks like the team that – I can't believe this. It looks like the team that might be a three-point underdog is Minnesota more often than not. Um, and I would bet them at that number, but I would never bet them at anything less than this. And for people who are listening, maybe who don't bet, and they're like, ah, oh, you know, Vikings are – like, they're 10 and 2. Like, how can they be an under, like, you're all stupid. The Vikings just win all of these games. That, I mean, you'd be right. Like, you uh, you would have won a lot of money betting on the Vikings so far this year. But the reason they're a dog, like, they are quite possibly the worst pass defense in the entire NFL. And that includes Houston and the Bears and Atlanta and teams that get shredded. The Vikings are worse than all of them. The Vikings are also worse than about 10 other statistical categories, most of them on defense. And the offense is pretty average. So, like, how are they winning? Well, they're winning because they, in basically in a key moment of every game they've played, they make an exceptional play. Either they force a turnover from the opposing team, the opposing team does something stupid, like Josh Allen not being able to get the ball out of his own end zone. No. Justin Jefferson makes a fantastic catch. Like, in singular moments, the Vikings have been amazing. Over the totality of the game, they've been awful. I mean, dreadful in some of these games. So, like, that's why they're dogs. It's not, I would, I'll do, it's not a trap. And it is also not a double trap, I would say. So if we get the three on either side, I would bet that dog. I love it, man. We got the double traps. I do want to th- uh, shout you out and thank you for telling me to stay away from left hand up. Who are we, Commanders? Last week, that was a roller coaster of emotions because they jumped out to a ten nothing yeah. lead, and I'm like, why didn't I bet this? Ken's an idiot. And yeah. then the Giants came back, and I'm like, Ken's a genius. Thank you for telling me to not bet this. And I went back and forth like two more times. Uh, anything else that stands out to you on the board that you love this weekend on your big board? Yeah, there's a couple things. Uh, this number is starting to move a little bit. I really think it's going to move more before Sunday. I think I don't know how the Bills can be less than 10 against the Jets. Um, mm. It's a really, really advantageous situation for Buffalo. Probably getting a little healthier, to ex- like basically a mini buy because they played Thursday against the Patriots. And the Jets are going from at Minnesota to this game. Just the setup here is like very pro Bills. The Jets already beat them in the first meeting this season. And the number is less than 10. My number is 10 and a half with all the schedule stuff built in. This is starting to move. So there are nine and a half still on the board, but like now it's starting to become 10. Nine and a half, I think, is a really good bet. And then I'm really contrarian. I know everyone loves the Bengals now, and they're awesome. Like they beat the Chiefs. How could they not be awesome? They just beat the Chiefs. And Burrow's amazing. And Burrow may end up passing Mahomes maybe in some stat categories later this year, especially if Mahomes fits the last game. But I can never make the Bengals a six-point favorite against Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Like, I can't get to the number. The Browns own this series historically. They've won five in a row Hmm. against Burrow and Zach Taylor with Stefanski. Like, it's just like a great matchup for them. And it's a big number because the Bengals looked so good last week. So, I like Cincinnati as a team. I think they could go to the Super Bowl again. I think they could win the Super Bowl. But just six at home against a team that has had a lot of success against them feels like too many points. I I was thinking, Ken, uh, this weekend when Dirt said that about the Commanders, do you realize how many people early on in the 10 a.m. Pacific slate at one point probably curse your name out loud because of the beginning of a game, and they're like, Ken was on the other side of this, and I listened to him. What is this? 
uh, what a delightful thought. Everybody cursing my name at the same time. Damn I mean, it, that's, that makes me so great. Yeah. It shows your power. It really, it shows it your power. He's the most powerful man in gambling. That's, that's, what, we say, that's what we say around here. Yes, he is. We're playing, yeah. we're playing is that five. what you say around here? Yeah, that's what is we that say. What you say around here? I'm the most powerful yeah. man in gambling. Didn't you say you just talked, didn't you yeah. just talk to like Caesars or something? Yeah. You just got off the phone with like the head of Caesars? It's the like Caesar. I, yes, that's what it was. I actually called Caesar. Yeah, yeah I actually just I called him right from the floor of the Senate. Yeah, and I called him. I said, hey, man, Gary Trent Jr. It's like, get, you know, get, you know, put the robe on. Let's go down to the old tablets. Let's carve this one out. Let's make a bet. Yeah, yeah did JB Smoove answer your call? Is he the guy? Or is it Cooper Manning? Right. Yeah. Cooper Manning on I the other end? He's got bigger fish to fry. I think he's probably pretty busy right now. I don't think he can take my call. Uh, he's the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Give him a follow on Twitter at Lockie Lockerson, and you can check out his new Substack, The Chalkboard, where he's a writer now, too. Ken, we always appreciate the time. Chat again next Thursday. All right, sounds good. Don't fall for any double traps, okay? Don't let it happen. <laughs> Stay away right. from the double traps. There you go, Ken Barkley. Good stuff from Ken Barkley. Uh, I want to get to a couple of college football notes, one of them being, speaking of gambling, is Oregon State the best bet of the entire bowl season? Because I'm starting to think that they are. Also, there's a player out there that's now in the transfer portal that has only one home that makes sense. I want to get to those. Coming up next. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, we do have a sports book open, a little bit up the road at A&A. And you can gamble on college football there. Yes, you can. And I am wondering, boys... Why I, I didn't make my way up there? I, it's a great question. You should have. For every week of Pac-12 picks, you should have. Which, by the way, we didn't. Do we want to do our Pac-12 bowl picks next Thursday? I was thinking yeah. next Thursday. Yeah, okay. yeah. Friday. Yeah. Fridays when both Friday and games Saturday. Are the yeah, first that's bowl why games. I, didn't, I didn't bust it out today. Uh, explain to me how mm-hmm. Oregon State minus ten and a half is not the easiest bet of all time. Florida now has, I believe, thirty players that have left the program. Yeah, we're not sure. I mean, I'm assuming we haven't seen it. They're not. They've backed out, so I'm assuming they're still going to play the game. They're still in it right now. No, they're they're in it. I think there's all sorts of all sorts of ramifications if they For don't backing show up. up. You're going to have walk-ons and red, like all sorts of weird. Oh, like, yeah. like you're you're down to the bottom of the barrel of the depth chart. Their starting yep. quarterback Anthony Richardson, who was very hot and cold this year, opted for the NFL. He gone. How is I mean? I would imagine and the Beavs could rush for 400 yards. I, I honestly, I won't be surprised if this is like 38 to three. Like this is the easiest. Are we driving up to Alan A together? Are we taking a road trip? I think we need to take a road trip. You're I not think... going to get great odds because of how big of a favorite they are. Like it's going to well, be. Well, we like... should look at maybe an alternate spread or something. See what uh, see what you might be sure able to if pay you could out. bust that thing up to twenty. I I take B's minus the twenty at this point. Florida is a they're in a very delicate situation as a program. They 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 look. just landed the number one dual threat quarterback of twenty twenty four. Sure, and we'll see if he actually stays committed. It's twenty twenty two, and the Louisville running back who was number one in the country, was, I'm firmly committed to Louisville, and Brahms even going there. You'd think that would be great. And then A&M came in and said, here's millions of dollars. Decommit and come to us. And he did. So I just, I don't care. If you're, if you're a commit outside of 23, I don't care at this point. Don't brag about it as a program. I don't want to hear fans talk about it. Every kid that's in the top whatever of the 2024 class is basically available for this right paycheck. And so you can say they have the number one. I don't know if their coach is going to be there in 2024. <laughs> I can tell you right now, what's his Napier? Yeah, Billy Napier. If he has a seven and five or six and six season next year, watch Florida. Florida's not going to be a program that's going to continue to be mediocre to bad and say, well, year three or four for this guy is when he's going to pop. They're impatient. They have real. They have expectations for themselves that are a little unrealistic. And so you can have the great quarterback in 24. It's not even 2023. Well, and they have another. I mean, they got the Rashada kid who was the big Miami commit who decommitted and went to Florida. He's coming in in this class. And so everybody joked like, yeah. there's no chance both those guys stick around Florida's campus. Exactly. <laughs> and he might play. And I don't even know as a true freshman if he's really going to do a whole lot. We'll have to wait and see on this one. But this this program is down. And I can, you can ask this when the bowl game comes because you're looking for a segment. I'll tell you right now, I don't care. There's not one element of Oregon State fan that cares how badly uh, depleted that for, that roster for Florida Why is. Should you? Why would anybody bring well, that? You know, up? people do the whole like, well, wouldn't you rather play like a good team? No, I don't care. No, I don't care. I remember in 2010, there were some dumbass Duck fans out there that were arguing because I don't know if people remember that year. There were three undefeated teams in the regular season. Do you remember who the third one was in 2010? I don't. I remember Auburn, Oregon. I the don't. third undefeated team in the country was TCU with Andy Dalton. 
Oh, the Rose and Bowl. If, and Auburn was down in the Iron Bowl. They were down by like 14 points to Alabama. And if if they had lost the Iron Bowl to Alabama, Oregon would have played TCU in the national championship. You guys would have won a national championship. And I remember there were people arguing, nah, I want to play, I want to beat the SEC. No, no, that's ridiculous. I don't. I mean, yes, no. I like beating the SEC, but <laughs> let's no. do something the school's never done before. <laughs> How about that? That sounds good. <laughs> let's get rid of the O as a symbol of our national championships. <laughs> yes. Let's do that. I don't want to see that stupid sign anymore. All right. <laughs> like I remember people arguing that back then. Like I'd rather play Auburn than TCU. Like I'd rather play the team that we're more likely to win the game because isn't that what matters the most? Nobody's going to remember twenty years from now whether you beat a good team or you know. It's just hey, Oregon's got a national championship. That's all you would say. That is a cool looking. Trophy. In I'm, the cocky, exactly. I'm, I'm cocky sniffing Beaver fan because they they haven't had anybody outside of Rajon Wright be hurt say that they're not going to play in this bowl game. Uh, Musgrave going to the NFL, but E one he's been out for anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oregon is a bigger favorite in their bowl game than Oregon State is. Make that make sense because the UNC quarterback said he's coming back. Drake May is going to go back. He's playing. I mean, uh, at least I'm assuming he's playing in the bowl game. I can't make that make sense. I just say, like, I'm contemplating buying a nice cigar and watching this outside in the backyard <laughs> and smoking the cigar, watching them host or just absolutely destroy Florida. Okay. I have one other quick college football note. Uh, speaking of UNC, they had a player that entered the transfer portal. They had two corners enter the transfer portal, which I think, by the way, on this note, I think Oregon and Oregon State are both really good bets in their boat. Bo Nix is playing, should be healthy. UNC's had a bunch of guys that have opted out and transferred. Uh, Oregon, most of their opt-outs are guys that weren't really contributing anyways outside sure. of Dante Thornton. One of the UNC players that transferred, you know what his name is? I do not. Storm Duck. Oh, okay, I did see this kid's name. And everybody saw this yesterday, and they're like, I mean, there's only one place that this guy should end up, right? Probably should end up in New Jersey. He has to. Like, well, this, is he this good, has... though? I, mean... I don't know if he's any good. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't I think he was a starter. I don't, uh, but if you had a guy with duck on the back of his jersey, wearing a duck jersey, this has to happen. I think it's the first be, time ever, right? should be in the bylaws of college football that if your last name is Duck, you have to play at Oregon. Imagine if bylaws like that existed. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Go... You don't have a choice. <laughs> you only got one place. You, you got to go somewhere... <laughs> Like, where your name makes sense. God, what an all-time name. Storm Duck. What a great name that is. That's a very unique name, and I never thought we'd see potentially another Pac-12 player named Storm. Multiple Storms. Yeah. Yeah. Storm on Storm. Look at us. So, anyways, I'm going to drive up to LNA at some point before next Saturday and place a, a wager on Oregon State. This needs to happen. Are you really going to do I that? I am going to do that. You're Florida really going to drive to LNA and lay a bet on Oregon Florida State? Florida is without 30 players and their starting quarterback. Are you going to alternative spread it or just do 10? I'm just going to put a hefty wager on minus 10. Or whatever the line is at the time. By the, by, by the time I get up there, God, now you're making me nervous. I have no reason to be nervous. You're this is the nervous. easiest bet of the of the bowl season. It feels like the easiest win coming for the Pac-12. Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, all right, let's get to a couple of hot stove notes. Some more big contracts handed out in baseball. Also, a major injury in the NFL. How's it going to affect the postseason chase for this team? We'll dive into those coming up next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hey, the text line is a safe place, okay? It's always safe. Your thoughts are welcome. Let me say, in the risk of sounding like a get-off-my-lawn guy, oh, I just no. want to say... Oh, no. It's always a great way to start a text. <laughs> I know. The transfer portal and the early signing period are ruining college football. Yeah, there's a lot of that opinion out there right he now. He said, I mean, the kids should have chances to transfer, coaching uh, change after sophomore year, grad transfer. You can only do it once, and then you have to sit out. This is this JT Daniels stuff is stupid, and I look. I totally get that. JT Daniels is transferring again. Like maybe you're just not good. Maybe maybe that's the answer. Like you got benched at West Virginia. You lost your job at Georgia. They won a national title without you. You lost your job at USC. Maybe it's you, but I do. I totally get the perspective of like, I, really? Again? I totally forgot that he had a Georgia stint. Like that, he kid was at Georgia. He was supposed to be the answer for Georgia. He's going to be on his fourth team now, and somebody, somebody's got to take him. It's a cautionary tale to what you said yesterday. Of you think this is going to even out? I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just also, I just, ho- I'm, I'm more hopeful that it I evens know. out. And I tend to be the other side. I'm like, I don't know why would this thing change? You're seeing some kids are getting massive, re- uh, massively rewarded with this. Um, you know, as highlighted as, as it's been in the last couple of weeks, he did get like mid six figures to be that quarterback, and that's the ROI that those investors got. <laughs> Oops. Was that season? Oops. And I'm sure he'll get a couple bucks to go to his next joint, but yeah. I, I'm out. I, I don't want anything to do with it. I know Oregon State fan uh, can say, well, what do the bees have that's better? Yeah, maybe nothing, but I'd rather play Aiden Giles and see what that is as a freshman. Who's than doing the JT Daniels thing. Than do thing. the JT Daniels yeah. thing. The fourth team in a college career, that's that's pretty wild. That's unprecedented territory. Yep. Uh, I want to get to a note out of the NFL. Uh, Von Miller out for the year with an ACL injury. That happened right when we got off the air yesterday. Yeah, I, felt, I really felt bad for Von Miller. I like Von Miller. He does a lot of media stuff on the side during the season. He, he seems pretty likable, and he's he's been a massive pick up for them mm-hmm. I was more interested in listening to like Von Miller being gone what it means for the Bills I'm so over this OBJ stuff man like I'm so so done with it I've been done with it the whole time this dude will be lucky to play this year mm-hmm. if he does he's your third or fourth wide receiver we don't do that for do, do we have these conversations if Jawan Jennings is out there <laughs> no and so did you see the reports of his physical I did yeah Dallas leaked the report or, or people are assuming the Cowboys leaked it and said they were very concerned about what they saw yeah because the Cowboys wanted to sign him and I think he wanted to go have a star on his helmet and then they said his his medicals are awful so you know I, I we in our moment where Danny and Dusty were off yesterday I heard ESPN radio because I was listening to Danny Dusty and they had some guy that was ranting and raving about this, and he's like, you know, this is why it's a big deal. And I I, I just, nope. <laughs> nope. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want that. This is not a big deal. This is not a guy that's going to make or break somebody's no. season. No. His medicals are awful, and he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. I'm not shocked he's not ready. I just, I'm tired of, like, covering it as if he's, 
I'd be know. a game changer. Justin down the Jefferson right yeah. now yeah. choosing a team in free agency. I'm tired of the coverage being like that. I think it's the it's the tough part of we saw how impactful he was last year for the Rams. Like he really was a game changer for that offense when you put him alongside Cooper Cup. But then you're not acknowledging that whoever signs him this year is not getting the same player. Now it doesn't mean he can't return to being that player. It doesn't mean a year from now, next season, whatever the case, that he can't get back to being that OBJ. Yeah. But I think he was such a difference maker after that trade that people are thinking, oh, he could put somebody over the top while not acknowledging that he's coming off an ACL injury and we don't even know if he's going to be healthy. If I were OBJ, I wouldn't even sign this year. Unless somebody gives you a two-year contract, you sign for the rest of this year and maybe next year. I just wait it out, man. If you're not going to be ready to play this year, Seattle landscape, you know, kind of shakes out in the offseason, see what moves are made, and then go from there and pick which team you want to go to, but I'm with you. That is the whole re- taking him to the Mavs game and everybody chanting OBJ and what the hell are we doing here? Uh, a couple of big contracts handed out in baseball. Uh, are, are you guys? You guys have a hot take on Masataka Yoshida signing a hundred five million dollar deal with the Red Sox? Um, what no. position is he going to play? Do we know? Uh, he. I don't think he's a dual guy. He's a hitter. This is yeah, a he's a hitter. Player, yeah. right? he's a flat out hitter. Uh, he's twenty nine. But I never, I saw, and I'm like, okay, who is this guy? And can, can you guys please, like, over the air, explain who he is? Because there's a lot of people going, who the hell are you talking? He's from about? the Japanese league. Thank you. He hit 335 last year with 21 home runs and 80 walks, only 41 strikeouts and 508 plate appearances. Mm. And uh, the uh, they also signed Kenley Jansen. The Red Sox did, but they lost their starting shortstop. They lost Xander. What the hell happened to the Padres? Uh, what do you mean? They, when did they become the New York Yankees? Well, I was going to say, yeah, they've got money now. They they signed Xander Bogarts to an 11-year, $280 million contract. Well, you ask what happened to them. They've always kind of they've been this in the relative now, right? Like, even well, before they switched their mm. unis to the pinstripe. No, hold on. When they were wearing the blue and the white, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they took on an Upton contract. They went and signed ha- uh, Hosmer, right? They, they did. Ma- yeah, James Shields. They James Shields. For James like, Shields. Like, let's not act like this point. didn't just start. These contracts are massive, and I think it's fair to say, do you guys have that kind of money? But and all those deals that they signed were horrible, and the team collapsed right. because of it. Yeah, right. And now they're right back doing what they did before. They're giving out massive contracts. 11 I- years, $280 million for Xander Bogarts. All-star shortstop, that's what you get. I I just know Red Sox fans are miserable today. They got this Japanese guy they don't know anything about, and they've got the Braves' leftover closer. They just love going to the Braves and saying, who's the guy you don't want closing your games anymore? We'll take him. Imagine having Mookie Betts and Xander Bogarts in your farm system, bringing them up and having them be stars and faces of your franchise, helping them helping you win a World Series, and then screwing up negotiations and letting them walk. They go to the NL West. <laughs> Get as far away from you as we possibly can. Oh, brother. Uh, my team hasn't done anything. I'm kind of depressed outside of Mitch Hanniger. Can I, I? You guys added a relief pitcher. Yeah. And uh, then as from the Tigers. Uh, I need us to sign Dansby. Uh, that's the problematic situation. You think that's going to happen? I'm a little nervous it's not at this point. I think somebody's going to overpay for Dansby. Sure. We're on that stretch now where once the Trey Turner contract happened, if you would have told me Bogart's got 11 years, $280 million, Danzy's pretty damn good. Yeah, uh, and that's what I'm saying. Somebody's going to give him 10 years, $250 million, I feel like. I, I heard that his wife plays for the Chicago uh, women's soccer team, so it's like now I'm worried about the Cubs coming in here. Oh, uh, okay. But the Cubs are in this weird cheap but not cheap position. i, I got to ask you guys a uh, more of a, I don't know if it's a parental question, a philosophical <laughs> question. All right. So I've mentioned my friend's 13-year-old son who loves to randomly text trash talk to me. He texts me when the Braves got bumped, just a bunch of images. Oh, it looks like we're not repeating, are we? 
Like just a he talked a bunch of mess before Oregon, Oregon State played. I watched yep. the game at his house. He was wearing a duck jersey. Sure. Disappeared for an hour after the game ended. <laughs> sad tissues. A lot of sad tissues. I I texted him yesterday when the judge deal came about. <laughs> and I think I I think I might have crossed the line. He's thirteen. Uh oh. But I I gave him a little dose. Uh oh. I gave him a little bit of a dose. What'd you say? What did the text say? Uh, Read the text on the air. Okay, give and me. We'll, we'll give you a thumbs up or thumbs down. Was this acceptable or not? Uh, yeah. So he texts. Now, who's his baseball team? He's a Giants. He's a Giants fan. fan. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here it is. So he texts just a graphic with the breaking news of Aaron Judge signing. He initiated. It's me, his dad, in a group chat. Okay. okay. So he says Aaron Judge going to the Yankees, and then he uses the Barney GIF from How I Met Your Mother, where he's. Uh, you know, committing whatever, and basically saying, oh, this sucks, my life's over. And I said, couldn't even get the hometown kid to play for his team, ouch. I'm sure Mitch Hanner will get you guys back to the playoffs. <laughs> he responds with a crying emoji, and he, and then I said, I can't wait for all your Braves commentary this year. I'm sure it's going to be delightful. I can taste your tears. His dad responds. His That's dad, not too far. His dad responds, spicy baseball talk in December. How about this? This is good. And then he proceeds to show me that Wilson Contreras is going to the Cardinals. He said, a catcher that we could have had instead of Joey Bart. So the kid knows his stuff. Yeah, that's good. His dad relents. I then said... Joey uh, Bart's going to be a stud, by the way. He says, it's true. We could be so good, but our hopes are slowly fading. I said, you'll never be the Dodgers. It's okay to accept that. I know. They only you know more World Series. Gym. Well, not recently. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, they, yeah. His dad is secretly a Dodger fan. Oh no! But he's actually pretending to be a Giant fan, <laughs> and so he says, "You're still, still young. You're still so young. Young people change their allegiances all the time." I respond with Michael Scott laughing GIF. His dad responds with an old school Dodger pitching a baseball game, and his son says, "How dare you?" And he says, "You're already wearing that number in your little league, you know." I think it was, uh, yeah, I think it uh, who was the old pitcher? Uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, for the Dodgers in the 80s. There's a 90s. lot of old pictures. Uh, old Oral pi- Hershiser? No, no, no. Um, um, Fernando Valenzuela? Valenzuela, thank okay. you. So it's a gif of Valenzuela, and he says, you already wear this number, just lean into it. And I said, you won't find a bigger Mexican fan base in baseball than Dodger Nation. <laughs> his dad says, that was my hero. I says, was, he still is. And then I sent him a gif with Darth Vader saying, search your feelings, you know it to be true. And I said, this is you as a Dodger fan accepted. No, the kid can't turn. You can't turn your back. He hasn't. That's good. Stay he strong. Stay strong. I don't think that's too far, though. I don't think that's too he far. He did note a lot of his buddies the day after the Civil War, the Monday. Mm-hmm. He said a lot of kids that he saw bragging about ducks were suddenly Beaver fans. That's and how it works him. with kids, man. And that's... I said, look at you holding strong, though. That's all that matters. You stay true to your convictions, and I got to send him a picture of three World Series trophies so he can respond to You're that. You're just going to randomly text a 13-year-old kid? Yeah, give me his number. I'm going to send him a Bruce Bochy gif of three World Series trophies, and every time you try and run your mouth about your cute little one title this century, he can respond with three. Okay, get you three of these. Uh, let's wrap it up next on The Fam. Ah, some good points from listeners saying uh, sounds like it'll turn into the Sprague and Swag show pretty quickly if Dirt randomly starts texting 13-year-old boys. That's a <laughs> good piece of advice. Yeah, I would I would highly advise not to just randomly text said, him. Breaking news, Dirt's being arrested for trying to groom a 13-year-old boy. Hey, hey, hey! Easy now. Easy. I just hope you don't have just your mustache in the photo. Radio host in Portland. Yeah, let's go Giants, buddy, huh? 
Mitch Haniger, right? Just sending him photos all the time. Uh, the Red Sox fan said, yeah, Rafael Devers, free agent too. Can't see him staying. That's oh, Betts, Bogarts, Devers, Boston Grown, probably gone. What the hell is happening? Yeah. An Ace fan texted in and said, hey, they signed two players. They're going to make around $7 million a year. And we're all like, ooh, that's expensive. <laughs> I saw people bring up so the judge contract's going to pay him about forty million dollars a year, his annual average. Do you know how much the current Pittsburgh Pirates payroll is for next season? Is it forty five million? It's twenty nine. <laughs> the whole roster. Aaron Judge is going to make eleven. At least as of now, we'll see if they have any other moves. But as of now, Aaron Judge will make eleven million more dollars than the entire Pirates team. That is a poverty franchise, man. Yikes! Hey, they got the number one pick though in the draft lottery. Uh, Blazers back in action tonight. You're going, buddy. I am. Look at you. Let's see how exhausted I'm going to be by tomorrow morning. How do we feel? Are we betting the Blazers? They're a one point favorite tonight against Denver. I don't know. Denver's playing better basketball, but yeah, why not? We're home. No GP two again. It sounds like, although he was a full participant in practice, so maybe close. I, I've heard that he's physically able. It's just like a mental conditioning hurdle he's trying to get past. And they had a weird thing where there was like clips of Dame saying he was a full participant, and they deleted the YouTube video yeah. and then like put it back up or something like that. Yeah, they, they're they're handling that a little delicately. Um, get him back when you can, but gonna be a good test for him tonight, man. I, I hope they can get the dub. I, I think I picked them to lose this game, but I hope I'm wrong. Schedule's pretty easy uh, for this one. They yeah. got a pretty real, uh, easy ride. It is, I, I was sitting around the last two nights like, God, I need something. I'm so glad they're playing. <laughs> I need something, man. Hit me. Hit me in my vein. Yeah, they hit the basketball soon here. Love it. There you go. Good little show. If you missed it, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com. After it is Reagan at 1080thefan. That will do it for us on a Thursday. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.